Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hey, hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for pressing play on this episode as we continue in our journeys to getting to where the healing, love, abundance, all the good things reside that Black women are worthy of. So let's do a little housekeeping here. Number one, first and foremost... I'm praying that you, um, I'm praying that this audio comes over very clear. However, I am asking in advance for grace. It is super hot here in California, Southern California today, obviously hashtag summertime. I'm not having a hot girl summer unless you're saying hot flash girl (laughs) summer, but um, it's hot y'all. And so I am trying to minimize noise, but I cannot close my windows up right now. And I have the fan on. Um, the AC is working, child. Long story short, we're just not using it right now because it, listen, them electricity bills ain't no joke. And I am not going to sit up here and pretend like uh, electricity and everything else in California is not expensive. So I am going to do my best to minimize the noise, but that's what it is, okay? So thank you in advance for giving me grace. Um, second thing is today, I want to talk about the Y word, the dreaded Y word that, as for me, uh, as a follower of Christ, I couldn't even imagine even thinking about doing this Y word for years. And this word is yoga. I have to whisper it. It's yoga. <laughs> yoga. Um, so I want, to, I want to talk about that today. I know a lot of you that listen to the show, you as well are followers, followers excuse me, of Christ or, or you're Christians or, you know, whatever. And I don't know about you, but that word is like the devil, okay? And I just want to kind of tell you how I've been processing them, some things around yoga um, that I'm hoping that you can uh, glean some insight into your self-care journey as well. But before I do that, before we get into that Y word, yoga, um, I want to just shout out every single amazing queen. I'm assuming that most of us that are listening to the podcast are black, but 
I'm sure that's not 100%. So I'm just going to say shout out to every black woman. Every How about this? Every woman, every person that listens to this show, I just want to thank you. Okay? And for those of you that have taken the time to share the podcast, to leave a review and a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening, I cannot tell you how much that means to me. It, it really means a lot. And I just want to say thank you. Um, there was a review. There have been several amazing reviews that have been left in the last few months. I have not had a chance to do like a shout out. I'm like, let me just go ahead and do a shout out because someone left a really great review and I am sure that many of you that are listening, that are going to hear what I'm about to say, which is her words, I'm assuming it's a woman, um, her words, um, I'm sure there's going to be parts of it that you can resonate with. So bear with me while I just take a couple of minutes to read and respond to this review. And then we're going to get into the Y word, yoga. <laughs> okay. So um, I let me go ahead and get into it here. So this Young woman says, Brie, uh, I want you to know I truly enjoy your podcast. I was feeling like a lost soul. None of my friends were opening up and expressing emotions and thoughts of this world where we're in and how it feels to be a black woman in America right now. I can relate to a great deal of your episodes. I'll tell you a little bit about me. I'm an African-American woman from Chicago. I've lived in Southern California for half my life, 65 years young. Three grown human beings, but they're always my babies. Lost my oldest son last year. I've had a triple bypass heart surgery. I've worked 11 years after that. When I retired, I realized I had completely lost my identity. I was a black woman. I was certified uh, a certified surgical scrub tech. I was a single mom, a chauffeur, a praying mother that my children will be okay every time they went out the door. I was just a single mother on a hamster wheel of life trying to live from paycheck to paycheck. Any quiet moments I had, it was sleeping, cleaning the house, and getting ready for work the next day. I had to rediscover me. I knew I needed to find a therapist. That took a year and a half. One of the white therapists I had, every time I would talk about my experiences as a black woman, she was always crying. Child, I cannot... Um, she didn't say that part. I did. <laughs> um, so let me go back. So she was always crying. And then I spent half the session trying to console her. What? So that let me know I needed to get a black therapist. Uh, that was a woman. This episode of Moving Forward tells me you're healing from your trauma. You're growing. You're healing. You don't want to stay in that space you've been in for all so long. I'm 65 and I'm growing out of my trauma. Some people have, have left my life, but I know, you know, some people aren't supposed to stay for a lifetime. Um, let's see what else she says. Um, just trying to skip ahead. All my life, I've done my best, trying my hardest to take care of my children. I was even one of those people who thought of others and put my feelings aside. But, but God tells us to treat your neighbor as you treat yourself, not to treat your neighbor first where um, you're feeling weighed down by the wayside. And then she goes on to say, Brie, you're amazing. I appreciate you. She talks about how she shares the podcast and um, how she'll join um, f f 
events in the future, et cetera. And then she says, um, as black women or black men, it's never, never too late to take care of your mind, your body, and soul, um, to heal oneself from the past trauma to present trauma and know your self-worth. So she just left this beautiful, oh, her name is Elle. She says, God bless you and your daughter, Bree. Uh, keep up your podcast. Wishing you the best on your travels. Yes, y'all, I'm I'm hitting the road very soon. And her name is L. So L, I just wanted to say thank you so very much for leaving uh, not only the rating and review, but just sharing a part of your story. That is what, uh, in part, this this podcast is about. I know that we're not able to have, you know, conversations since this is a podcast. It's like a one-way kind of conversation that you and I are having, if that makes sense. But, um, you know, when I, when I make this show, I, honest to goodness, I used to try to have like this perfect thing. Like if you listen to the podcast, if you've been rolling with me for a while, you know, sometimes I had an intro, sometimes I had music, sometimes like it was just, I was just trying to, um, have, have this show that mirrored other successful podcasts. Like I was trying to emulate and trying to do these things, but that's right now, that's just not me. Not to say that's not going to come later. It might, I might change it permanently next in the next episode but I don't think so but my point is that's not the point of this podcast the point of this podcast is not about perfection the point of this podcast is not about me trying to always say the right thing and be this perfect person have this perfect podcast and and you know elevate myself if that makes sense that's just not what it is that's just not what it's about and I had to wrap my mind around that Right. I had to wrap my mind around that and be okay with, (laughs) you know, not being perfect because it's the point is just us connecting with each other and me sharing parts and pieces of myself and my story that will hopefully pour into another black woman and help her to while I'm rising, you know, help her to rise and elevate as well, and also not to feel like you are isolated and alone. I know a lot of us feel like that, at least at one point of our lives, if not several times, months, weeks, years, right? Um, So I just want to say thank you so much, Elle, for leaving your, sharing a part of your story. And, um, And again, for everyone else that has left a rating and a review and shared a piece of yourself with me, Uh, I I just want to say that I appreciate you so very much as we make our way to 2 million downloads, y'all. We making our way to 2 million downloads. A little black girl named Bree, you know, started this podcast and here we are uh, a few years later and we're literally less than, I think, 25,000 downloads away from 2 million downloads download. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. So housekeeping is done. Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Now I'm just gonna listen. Let me just go ahead and say this right now. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Number one, I'm not a perfect Christian. Okay. Uh, Or a perfect follower of Christ. Uh, I am in no way, the things that I'm about to say, I am in no way, or I'm going to try my best not to, to do the, do so in like a judgmental, type of way. I just want to share where I am on my journey thus far 
when it comes to my faith and then my body, obviously, because yoga involves your body, and then yoga, which again, for me, just how I was raised and taught is like, it's just like a no-no. It's a no-go. It's a no-go. And I'm going to tell you how I actually, I don't know if shifted is the right word, but how I how I have come to think about what I do when it comes to moving my body and stretching and things like that. Can we talk about that today? I would love to hear from you if this topic of yoga in in regards to your faith resonates with you. You can always send me a message at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect at browngirlselfcare.com. So let's go ahead and get into it, okay? So, Chile. Um, so like I've already mentioned, and I'm sure I've talked about this at some point on the podcast. Um, and also shout out to those of you that know me in IRL in real life. You already know, like <laughs> there are certain things I just I'm not open to it. I just shut it all the way down. Like the 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 door is not even cracked open a peep. It's just like it's just not happening. <laughs> and there are several things like that. Um, actually, I was on a call with some of my uh, sister friends, this group of black women that I'm um, connecting with and growing with. And one of my sister friends had brought up like um, horoscope or I don't know if it was astrology or she it was like a tarot card or something. And I just like one of my friends was like, yeah, Bree's not into that. Like, that's just not her. That's not her lane. That's not her jam. And what I love is that in this little budding community that I'm in with these women and we're in fellowship with each other is um we're all from similar walks of life, but we all just kind of do our own things in certain areas. And I'm pretty sure that a majority of the women are open to it, but I'm not. And there's no judgment there um, from them. And there's no judgment from me as well, right? I mean, this it's not my life to live. So, um, so let's talk about it, okay? Let, let's go ahead and talk about it. So like I said since day one, it was like, not a good thing, the devil, I didn't do it, I never did it, um, and actually, maybe like six or seven years ago, I did do like maybe a couple of classes, um, and when I talked to a family member about it, they were just like, no, do not do that, there, you, you need to figure out something else, like, the Bible says X, Y, Z, and I, felt guilty there there was some guilt around that there was some guilt around that and so for years I didn't do it but as I have been continuing my my self-care journey and just just life and I'm getting older now part of getting older means that your body just like I can't drop it like it's hot y'all I I I I can't do that no more that's why I said I ain't having a hot hot girl summer. I'm gearing up soon, I'm guessing in the next few years to have a hot hashtag hot flash, hot flash girl summer. Like I'm assuming that's coming for me very soon. Um, you know what I'm saying? So there's just certain things that I can no longer do with my body that I sure do wish that I could. Man, if I could go back in time in a time machine and tell my younger self, girl, 
You better use this these this beauty and them strong knees and your youngness <laughs> to do all the things now because when you get into your 40s and 50s, I don't know, girl, if that's like them things like my booty, y'all, is flat. I never had a flat booty in my life. I look in the mirror now, I turn around, I can't even look back at it, y'all. Where is the booty? Where is the booty? It has magically disappeared. Like, I used to have a butt so firm and round that I promise you, you could have, it was like a basketball booty. I don't have that anymore. So this version of Brie that I am evolving into, I've had to, um, first of all, learn how to navigate this newness that I am in because my body is definitely changing. Like I'm holding on to weight longer than I used to. Um, Like I said, the booty has deflated. I know I can get my booty back. I just need to I just need to start doing specific exercises to build up that muscle. I ain't never had to do that before, y'all. I ain't never had to do that before. So there's definitely some some changes and things happening and with that I am realizing that my body is starting to tighten and like I used to be able to do the splits both legs if I, I tried to do a split a few days ago, I could barely get up off the floor. <laughs> I could barely get up off the floor. I could not, like, open my legs in the... I mean, I could. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, y'all. But I'm just saying, like, the, I, can't, I definitely can no longer do a split. Period. And so, like I said, like, ladies, if you in your 20s, your 30s, your early, whatever, and you got skills to do some of these things, cherish it. <laughs> cherish it. Be thankful, girl, because I'm telling you, once you get into a certain age, I'm not trying to speak over your life. I'm just telling you what's happening in my life. I can't do them. Them things ain't thinking anymore. Uh, I'm sure, and I'm going to work on this. I said I was going to work on this. I can promise you that I, I feel like I'm, I'm like right in a place where right now I have, I'm like at a crossroads. I have a decision to make because I feel like I can get my basketball booty back. I feel like I can get my splits back and, and, and those things, but I got to start now because if I allow this to continue, I won't say that I'll get to a point of no return, but it's going to be probably 5, 10, 20 times harder the more I allow myself to decline, I guess. And they say, I heard a stat that for every is it every 10, every decade you lose like 10%. I don't know if it was 10% of your flexibility or if it was 10% of your muscle tone. I cannot remember, but you lose 10% of something every decade. And so I'm like, okay. So for those of you that do not know, I am going to be 47 this year. I'm going to be 47. And though I know I don't look like a day over 35, honestly, um, my body is not. My face looks one way, but my body's like, no, nah, sis, we know you in your 40s. We, we know. We got the receipts. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's get back to that Y words. Like I said, it 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 was just something that I did not do. And what was interesting is I was so af- 
afraid to even, this is going to sound funny, but this is my truth, right? This is, this is me being real. I was so afraid to even stretch my body. Mind you, when I was younger, like I was in, um, I was like on this dance slash drill team and we did all kinds of stretches. It wasn't yoga, but we did all kinds of stretches. And I wasn't thinking about anything other than being able to improve and increase my flexibility. These stretches didn't have names. It was just, you did, we, every, every time we met, we had to stretch our bodies. And so I stopped stretching my body regularly once I probably got into like my, I guess my, my mid thirties. So I would still do stretches here and there, but I I promise you, I was so afraid. Like I didn't want to offend God to the point where I was afraid to do anything when it came to that. Like I was afraid to do anything. And what I came to realize, and I know this is going to sound like duh, but I promise you, it it took some time to get to this point. When I was recently, because I've I've made a decision, I've pivoted um, on what I do now. When I made that decision, it took some time to get to this point. And okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross There is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off.
We've been taught to hate our bodies. I'm sorry if that reality is harsh, but that's that's the truth. And it's taken me some time to get to a good place with how I feel about my body and and how it looks and how it moves. And one of the things that I had started doing about maybe six to 12 months ago is wearing waist beads religiously. Like I do not take my beads off, period. And every time I see them in the mirror, I feel amazing. And that's why I'm so thankful for Fitbeats. They're a self-love platform that is centered around waist beads and their ability to uplift, enrich, and encourage self-care. Their mission is to extend the cultural practice of African waist beads into the wellness space, focusing on the strengthening of women's relationships with their bodies. And they do this by going like way beyond producing or, or manufacturing beautiful beads, but they also get into the actual meaning behind the practice rather than, you know, like tokenizing African culture. And I'm really grateful for that. And one thing that I really, really love about Fitbeats is that they are black owned and all of their waist beads, honey, are made in Ghana by hand. So when you purchase and support Fitbeats and buy some of their beautiful waist beads, you are also supporting a fair trade African woman-owned business in Ghana. Now, we can all use some body love, right? I want you to go to fitbeats.co to learn more about their beautiful waist beads. And when you shop, because I know you're going to buy something and put something in the cart, I want you to use code BGSC20 to get 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's fitbeats.co and use code BGSC20 to get 20% off your first purchase. I realized that the stretches that were being done, not all of them, but a lot of them, especially with the yin um, type of yoga, it was the same stuff I was already doing when I was doing it before I knew that it was quote-unquote yoga. So I'm just like, oh, okay, okay. And I felt more comfortable once I realized that. And I felt more comfortable once I was able to start really connecting with my body in that way. I missed that so much. I missed that so much. And so I'm like, you know what? I... I know that there is a lot of debate in the Christian community about what we can and cannot do, what the Bible says and about this and what the Bible says about that. I'm definitely not sitting here telling you that I'm an expert on the Bible. I am far from an expert, okay? Again, I'm just letting you know my thought process and kind of where I am right now. And I'm trying to do that in a way where I'm not you know, telling you this is bad, this is good. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that. I just want you to hear my perspective. That's all. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you where I am, right? Um, but I miss being able to connect my body. And so I started a 30-day challenge, my own challenge, where every single morning when I get up, I am doing something where I can stretch, move, and connect with my body and myself. So it might be Pilates, which when I was starting to get back into Pilates, I realized that that stuff was similar too. So I'm like, okay, why is it called Pilates 
I mean, I know that there are some, like, I know that it's different. What I'm saying is, how are these moves, like, okay for Pilates? I can do them for, quote-unquote, Pilates. But when they take these same positions, it's not okay if it's yoga. Does that make sense? So I was like, okay. So there was a lot of thought, (laughs) I promise you, because I'm very, like, analytical, and I will just sit there and think about stuff for a very long time, which can be great and it can be not so great. But I was like, okay, these are similar stretches. What What's up? And I was seeing similar stretches. I have like a stretch, a, a book on just stretches. It's not a yoga book. And I'm like, these are the same. A lot of these stretches are the same. So what's the difference? <sighs> so all that to say, in case you have not gathered, when I do my self-care now, and like I said, I think I'm on day like, huh, maybe day 20-ish, 20, 19, 20 of my 30-day connect with my body challenge that I'm doing. And so every morning I get up, I either do Pilates or I'm doing stretches um, or I'm doing what is considered like yin yoga. And I have honestly, I have not felt this good in a very long time when it comes to this part of just being able to move my body and not be so stiff. Y'all, I was walking around feeling like the tin man. I promise you. And I'm like, I don't think that God wants me to feel this way. Like this part doesn't feel right. Now, I I do want to stress that I'm, I'm not an expert when it comes to yoga, clearly. Um, and I do realize that there are different types that serve different functions. What I do is just focusing or just focused on the stretching and connect, like the stretching of my body and like the connecting with my body, slowing down, being still, breathing, uh, that kind of thing. That's it. That's it. Um, I know that there's like a focus on now. You know, again, not an expert, so I might not be using the right terms and lingo and things like that. But I know that for some, there is like a connection with like doing specific poses and, you know, connecting with like your chakras and doing all that stuff. That's not my jam. I don't do that. I I just don't do that. If you do that, that's that's your journey. That's that's you, right? I'm just telling you that I personally don't do that. And there are things that I know that is connected with like this whole spirituality thing that I will never get down with. And that's just my truth as far as like um not chakras, but um like astrology and tarot and crystals and um reiki and and all those things. I just that's just not it's not my lane, and I can tell you with 100% certainty, like, that will never be my lane. It just won't ever be my lane, and that's okay for me. And I know that when I say these things, there are people that, like, will shun me for those words, and that's okay. But I'm just telling you that that's just not, that's just not my thing. The, like, energy work and, 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 and you know, praying to your ancestors, like all of that kind of stuff, like that's just not, that's just not me. That's not my lane. That's not my jam. That's not something that I, it's just not right for me. It feels wrong for me. It just, it doesn't feel right. And so I will never do those things. That's just not it. But, um, 
yeah, I know that other people do it. And if that's you, if that works for you, I hear you. I understand it. Um, and I respect you for that. I do. But that's just not for me. That's just not how I feel God is like leading me to to do those things. So, um, yeah. But just a very, very complicated relationship with my body and with God. That's what it boils down to. A very fearful part or a very fearful relationship with God and my body that that's what it boils down to and it's been that way maybe not as of late in the last maybe year but for years that was it decades maybe that was it having a very very fearful relationship and and not wanting and and so afraid in fact to do anything wrong that it was just like this is going to sound crazy but this is my truth I'm going to say it there will be times where I would be so afraid of of sinning that I would feel like oh God's gonna have you ever heard somebody say God's gonna like strike you down I would be so afraid to do the wrong thing or feel so guilty about like sinning and things like that, that I would be like, oh, God's going to kill me for that. He's going to he's going to kill me for doing that. Like. Just trauma filled relationship with God. I'm not saying that God's not uh, a, a, a judging God, but. The part of God that I would get was the or what like what resonated with me maybe in my young brain or my developing brain and in my young adulthood was the part that I would latch on to was the vengeful God not the not the part of God that was like loving and forgiving um like when you confess your sins for example the thing is like you know God forgives you and like your 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 sins like when you repent like your sins are just washed away. But I would not really latch on to that. I wanted to be, or I felt like I had to, I felt like I had to be so in line with God that if I didn't, I would be punished harshly. That was my relationship with God. Just harsh punishment, unforgiveness, um, like like I like I would feel like he was single me out kind of thing. Does that make sense? I know I'm talking about a lot here, but I'm just trying to give you an understanding of just like how I I just would feel. That's just how I felt, y'all. That that was it. That was it. And I and I'm pretty sure that a lot of that has to do with like my when it comes to, like, when we think about God, it's like our our Father, our Heavenly Father, right? Our Father figure. And since I did not have a relationship with my Father, I am sure that my childhood and, and just the things I experienced has a lot to do with how I relate to God as uh, a provider, right? It has everything to do with that plus some other things that I've experienced. So when I tell y'all that I have been on this journey of like just healing and self-care and burning things down, this this goes into that bucket of like burning things down and just rising from the ashes and starting over with certain parts of my life. 
certain parts of my story. That That's what it is. So just doing the work of like healing and unlearning some things and parenting yourself and just figuring out who you are and what you want. Like it's, it's, it's not always rainbows and bubble baths and, and, and all this love and light kind of stuff, right? It's just not, it's just not. Um, at least that's, it hasn't been that for me. I think that when you have so many, experiences that are rooted in trauma and in need of healing as you continue peeling back those layers you got to get to those like when when you go to the dentist and you have a cavity for example child I've had my share because I used to love me some candy um they don't just do like a surface level kind of healing on your tooth right sometimes depending on how rooted that cavity a cavity is they got to go in deep with them with them tools right and it, it does not <laughs> feel good it is uncomfortable I hate that I really do um and sometimes depending on how deep that trauma is or that that issue is with your tooth sometimes you have to get a um what's it called when they do something to your root I haven't had it before why does Y'all know what I'm talking about. I want to say a rootectomy <laughs> because I know that's not the word at all. But y'all know what I'm, what the hell, what is it called? Uh, um, oh my gosh. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When they have to go in and take the root out or whatever, a root, we're going to call it a rootectomy, but I know that's not what it's called at all. Nowhere near close, but I can't think of the word, <laughs> but you know. Sometimes a lot of work has to be done to get you to restore you back to that to a to that place where you can move forward, where you can feel whole and healed and healthy with that rootectomy, y'all. So, yeah, this last few years have just there has been so much growth and different shifts and how I think, how I feel about myself, how I feel about the world, how I feel about other people. Like, there's just been so much. And I still have a long way to go, trust and believe. But I know that self-care is working and, and community care is working because I am just becoming this new person. Not a perfect person, but a newer version of myself. And it feels scary but good it really does so yeah that that is my story on the y word um again there are specific things I will not do so what so what I do is I will go to YouTube and I'll look up videos and I'll preview the video and depending on what they're talking about like I'll automatically know like that's not for me like it'll just hit my spirit in such a way this is not for me um, and then I'll find other videos where it's really just about holding the stretches, loving your body, slowing down, connecting, stretching, moving, bending, loosening up. And that's it. And those resonate with me. And those are the ones that I do. So I can tell you that just being able to do this, I, there have, my days have been so much so much more calm since I've just kind of committed to this and I've just said this is what I'm doing and not going back and forth 
And um, along with some other things that I have been doing, um, I have just been feeling much more calm and connected. Uh, I guess I can just throw it in there quickly. Other things that I do include uh, drinking matcha, which if you have never had matcha, like I make my own. And there's just this feeling that I have afterwards where I feel so calm and I'll feel that way for several hours. And then also, because it has that, chemi- that, that um, I don't know if it's a chemical or whatever. I don't think it's a vitamin. It's called L, I'm not even going to try to say the word, like theanine, theanine, something like that, that um, something about that chemical, it helps to put your brain in, uh, I think it's, is it beta waves? Listen, look it up look, (laughs) I hadn't planned on talking about matcha, (laughs) but look it up. Like if you've been struggling real talk with just feelings of anxiety, stress, um, overwhelm, like you, you are having a hard time, like just coming back to center and and feeling calm throughout the day. I'm not saying that I feel calm, like a hundred percent of the day. That's not it. I'm a human. I have emotions (laughs) and feelings and things like that. But Doing certain things in my self-care routine have really helped me to become a calmer person uh, because I needed it. I needed it 100%. So drinking that matcha, if you've never had matcha, please try it and make sure you get a good one, okay? Uh, The one that I use is... um, is and this is not a plug in any way, but I'm just being honest. This is the one that I use. It's called From the Reserve or I think it's called The Reserve. I think it's from thereserve.com, if I'm not mistaken. And usually, like, they just had a 70% off sale. So when they have, like, the little 50% off, 60% off, or greater sales, that's when I like to stock up. And they have other stuff like matcha, or not matcha, um, maca, and um, uh, just other things. So take a look at that. Again, that's not a plug in any way, but that's honestly what I use. That's where I source my matcha from. And um, also, I take CBD. I take CBD. And funny story here, I remember when I, so I have been, I have been taking or using CBD for probably, I want to say like eight, nine years, I would guess. Um, maybe since about 2014, 15 Somewhere in there. So about seven to nine, seven, eight years. I'm not exactly sure, but so I've been taking CBD, the tincture, the oil. It's been a minute, right? I'm not new to CBD at all. And I've tried several brands. And um, I remember one time I was flying to, I think I was flying to Mexico or something like that. And I forgot that I have my CBD. This was like maybe in 2016, 2017. So like five years ago, I was flying to Mexico and I had my CBD on me and I just knew that I was going to jail because I had already gotten to the airport and I had already, like I was at the place where they, um, what's it called when you, when you put your things in a little conveyor thing? Look, I don't know what none of these terms are. Okay. <laughs> but you know, when they scan, you walk through the little metal detectors and they scan you and, they, and pat you down and do, and they basically just, <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But um, that thing with TSA. And 
as I stood in line, I was so freaked out about having this CBD because I use the CBD, the full spectrum that has the, um, what is it? 0.3% THC or whatever. Um, and so I was like, oh God, they're going to find this CBD and they're going to just throw me in jail. I had like a little uh, 30 milliliter bottle. And you, I would have, you would have sworn that I was walking through with a dime bag or something. I was so freaked out about <laughs> taking the CBD onto the plane. So while I stood in line, I was literally, y'all, I'm so ashamed, but I was literally tearing off the, um, the label on the container, on the little dropper bottle, because I was so afraid <laughs> that they were going to have like drug sniffing dogs, be able to somehow magically just smell the CBD. It was just a hot mess. <laughs> but this is my truth, y'all. I'm, I'm sharing stuff because <laughs> this is my life. This is real talk. But yeah, CBD is also something that I take um, that really, really helps me to not always be on a 10 when it comes to just stress and anxiety so um, those are a part of my self-care routine that I do every day and I am definitely going to continue doing the stretching and the Pilates and that yoga that I have been doing and I'm going to do it unapologetically that's it that's it I just don't feel like me stretching my body, again, not to honor any of the deities and all that stuff. Like, that's not what I'm doing at all. And I don't feel convicted, convicted, excuse me, in my spirit to stop doing the stretches that I do. Because, again, the focus is just on the stretches. That's it. So that is my story. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions uh, respectfully uh, that you send over to me. If you want to talk about it a little bit, you can send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, connect at browngirlselfcare.com. So that's it for me, y'all. That is it for this episode. Um, again, special shout out to Elle for leaving that wonderful review and sharing a part of your story with us. Definitely appreciate that. And again, I just appreciate every single person that listens to this show uh, every week, every day, every month, whenever you can. And um, just helping us to spread the word that black women are worthy of prioritizing ourselves. We are. We are so worthy of prioritizing ourselves, okay? Um, oh, one last thing. Why do I always do this? I always, see, I, I don't be thinking about this until the end. This happens every single time. But if you are not in the Patreon group, I just want to let you know what you're going to be missing. We have already had one come together as a kind of like a sister circle. We did that, I think that was mid-July. And we're going to be doing that again every month. However, um, we are going to be having a Soul Care Sunday. I believe it's going to be, uh, next Sunday, which is what, August 5th, 6th, somewhere in there. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but we are going to be doing a Soul Care Sunday. And what I want to focus on for this Soul Care Sunday, it's going to be maybe about 30 minutes. And we are going to, all we're going to do is take time to slow down and we are going to breathe together. And then we are going to collectively rest together that is exactly what we're going to be doing and while 
we are in a place of rest, uh, I will be speaking words of affirmation over the women that will be joining me for this next Soul Care Sunday coming up on Zoom. So if that's your jam, if you know that you are trying to further your healing, you know that you are worthy of connecting with dope black women who are also moving towards just feeling whole and happy and healthy and living their best life, then join me on Patreon. Join me on Patreon. And when you do that, that also supports me and my work and it supports Brown Girls Self Care. It really honestly does. I'm so thankful for every person that joins me on Patreon, regardless of the level. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash Brown Girls Self Care to join me. And to sign up, again, that's Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash brown girl self care. All right. Well, all right. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Brown Girl Self Care Podcast. I will see you next Monday. I may be on the road. Um. No, I'm not going to be on the road just yet, but just so you know in advance, just like I asked for grace with this episode, I know y'all heard that car that just went by playing that music, (laughs) but in the month of August, early September, whenever that window is when when I'm going to be traveling, I'm going to be recording from the car most likely, so I'm just letting you know in advance, it might be a little rough, okay? So I'm just thanking you in advance for the grace that you bestow upon me as I continue creating these episodes that I love to do. All right. All right. So finally, that's it for this week's episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Have a blessed week.